When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I like birds. They bring a little peace to my otherwise raucous life. I know what you're thinking if you're like most people. How the hell do the noisy little shit on my car for living bastards give anybody anything but a headache? But I like them. Their innocence reminds me of children. Singing, playing, eating all in the sunshine or like kids in the rain. It doesn't matter. They still make their happy little sounds as if they don't yet know the world is a burning pit of dismay that will soon chew up their pretty little dreams and leave them songless. In the late afternoons and early mornings, I like to feed the birds. There's nobody close enough to see me way back here, surrounded by the dense dark woods. My place here is a little oasis of light in the midst of all that darkness, and my birds make it shine brighter. Ah, there's nothing quite like the freedom that comes from feeding the birds, running naked through the tall grass and pretending to be as innocent as the day I was born. <clears throat> well, <laughs> I'm sorry, I got a little sidetracked there. I should clarify that I used to enjoy feeding all my different birds, and I only bought the best, most expensive feed for them too. But earlier this year, just after the first spring thaw, those damned vermin descended on my place and started eating all that expensive, nutritious bird seed before the birds could. And I learned all I could about the enemy. I researched them. I watched them, cursed them all through the spring. The damn squirrels. I mean, who knew they could be so smart? I mean, they're practically just rats in my opinion, but they were always watching, always learning, and probably cursing at me in their barking little annoying voices. Thinking I could buy enough food that they couldn't eat at all, I put a small fortune into feeding the birds only to watch in horror as more and more squirrels ate it up. I shot a few, but the birds really hate the sound of gunshots, and so I stopped. I didn't make a dent in their numbers anyway. One morning, I went outside and sat in the center of the knee-high grass, and I apologized to the birds as they dipped and twittered and still sang their happy little songs as they searched for the food they were used to getting. I started weaning them at the end of the spring, taking down one feeder each week until there was none left, and slowly the great masses of wild birds thinned. My little oasis of light turned a bit darker with each passing day as fewer and fewer birds came around. The bird song that used to accompany me as I worked in my little shop was nearly gone. 
The hours I spent out there every week became burdensome and difficult without those happy innocent songs. For the last month, as I've been toiling away out there in the near silence, I've noticed squirrels watching me through the windows. They climb up and sit on the outer ledge and stare in at me with those unblinking black eyes, questioning me and accusing me without saying a word. At first, it was just one. A random squirrel skittering past the window on its way to somewhere else. Then, there was one who stopped and looked in at me, made eye contact, and didn't run away when I threw a hand at him. Hell, he didn't even blink. Just sat there, staring at me. Next thing I knew, I had invited his friend to the viewing party. It grew from there until both windows had squirrels lined up on the ledge staring in at me as I tried to work. I couldn't finish my work on those days. had to quit early, clean up, and go inside. I hated them. They unnerved me and made me paranoid. The next evening, I nailed cardboard over the windows and hung a few more lights. Those big, gaudy, irritating fluorescents which I could hear buzzing away in the quiet. It wasn't long before I heard another noise though, scratching and gnawing. Two days later, I entered the shop to finish my latest bit of drudge work and the cardboard had been torn down and chewed into bits all over the floor. And yep, you guessed it, the squirrels were on the ledges again. I was working in one of those old-timey operating theaters where the student doctors watched. Were they learning? Well, crossed my mind. Why didn't they just come inside for a closer view? Or, to weird me out even more. I mean... They had gotten inside somehow to tear down the cardboard. I tried to ignore them and finally finished my work. And as usual, I used the floor sink and hose to clean off the sweat and blood before leaving the building. I would never track that mess into my house. I noticed, though, that evening, that the squirrels had left their ledges long before I finished. I tucked the perfectly bloodless head under my arm, thrilled that I finally had another bit of happiness and light to add to my collection. Everyone loves smiling faces, and I've collected quite a few over the years. Opening the door and stepping into the cooling evening air, I was shocked to see all those squirrels from the windows now gathered around where one of my bird feeders had been. I turned and saw there were more squirrels gathered at each place where the feeders had once stood. There was no way into the house without passing close to at least one of those creepy little gatherings. I swear to you right now, they raised their little hands in supplication as I darted past and into the house. I slammed the door. The windows in my living room are floor to ceiling and face the patio. I used to love watching the birds bounce around on the patio as they gobble up the food I put out for them. But now, now it's just those creepy squirrels. I watched in horror as they lined up and pressed against the windows. As I pulled the curtains closed, 
I saw the shine of tears in their eyes. Now, the next day, I left the house early and didn't encounter a squirrel. Driving my car down the long, lonely, one-laned road, I saw my only neighbor, if that's what you call someone who lives so far away, was sweeping off her sidewalk. She smiled and waved at me. Bettina Talmadge. She was the only woman around who didn't obviously turn her head from me. And I liked Bettina. Maybe one day I would be brave enough to stop and maybe ask her out for a coffee. Maybe one day we could make some memories worth saving. I had other things on my mind, like what to do about the vermin creeping around my house. I sat in the parking lot of the local grocery store for a couple of hours just watching people walk by. I wasn't hunting though. That's an activity better suited to the park another mile down the road, or the parking lot of the bar on the other side of town. Not the bar I frequent, though. I make sure my hunting grounds are as far away as possible from my home and the places I normally go. That whole time, I analyzed the actions of the sneaky squirrels replaying the horrifying display from the previous night over and over in my head. Obviously, they wanted something. But what do squirrels want? I mean, they're animals, and animals have very basic wants and needs. Food and shelter were the two things that came to mind. A young woman with long, dark hair got out of her car with her little curly-haired daughter who looked to be about three. I waved, twiddling my fingers at the little cherub. She smiled and waved back. I repeated the greeting with the mother, but she wasn't nearly as friendly or trusting. She did not return the wave, nor did she smile. She grabbed the little girl and fled up the parking lot, looking back over her shoulder several times. A while later, the same woman emerged with a man in a dress shirt and tie who looked like he might be the store manager, and she spoke to him, pointing in my direction. That usually meant I had overstayed my welcome and made some jittery female even more jittery. I didn't understand it. I had stared and even waved at them, sure, but I hadn't even been out of the car. I was just being friendly from the safety of the car. And even when I was on my best behavior, people, women mostly, got creeped out by me and made a big deal out of nothing. It's not like I wanted to add her head to my collection or anything. She wasn't nice enough for that honor. I only kept the heads of happy people, who, in turn, had made me happy. <laughs> you see, it's really the best way to preserve happy memories that I've found. Nevertheless... I started the car and drove away before the manager could reach my car. I didn't need trouble, and definitely didn't need the recognition. I drove toward a restaurant, still thinking about the squirrels. And that's when it hit me. Food. They wanted food. They had eaten the bird food, and I had stopped buying it. They had stood in their little prayer circles, or whatever they were, exactly where the feeders had been. That explained it all. I got a burger and fries, and then went to the parking lot at the head of a nice nature trail, 
I got out and walked to a little bench in the shade so I could toss bits of fries to the birds. I wanted to hear them sing and watch them eat. I needed the reprieve from thoughts of those nasty vermin with their long, ugly, fluffy tails and their sly little black eyes. Sitting on one end of the bench, my back was exposed to the rest of the bench. It was okay at first because I was alone. My water was sitting on the bench near my back, and when I turned to get it, I nearly choked on my food. Two fat squirrels sat on the opposite end of the bench, eyeing me. I shot from the bench, dumping the fries and remainder of my burger onto the grass. The squirrels didn't budge. I backed toward my car. They couldn't be squirrels from my house. Could they? No, that didn't make any sense at all. As I fumbled with the door handle, another squirrel trundled out of the woods behind the bench, and he took up a seat on top of the bench. He and the other two exchanged a few looks, and then they all turned toward me, pressing their hands together and pleading with their foul black eyes. They were the squirrels from my house. They had to be. I jumped in the car and sped away. My special time with the birds had been ruined. I was furious and scared. And I don't like to be either one of those. I just want to be happy and peaceful. Not knowing where to go and afraid to go home for the time being, I went to a hostel on the other end of town that was mainly for the Appalachian Trail through hikers. I know Connie, the woman who owns and operates the place, though, so she let me bunk up there. Twenty bucks a night was worth it to me. I wouldn't have to deal with the squirrels at home, and the hostel was at the edge of the woods where there were birds galore. I have stayed two nights and days at that hostel. That's about as long as I care to stay, truth be told. It gets crowded in here this time of year with the stragglers coming through trying like hell to make it to the warmer, more southerly part of the AT before cold weather gets here. The only fortunate thing about being here was that I met Angela. Tough little cookie hiking the last leg of the trail all by her lonesome because her friend got injured and was in the hospital up in Virginia. Angela was full of good humor and warm, welcoming smiles for me. She made me happy, and I have some memories to preserve. That's the other reason I wanted to leave here. I had work to do. I actually made it back to my side of the town before chickening out and turning back to go to the bar. I drank beer until midnight and then left. I don't feel particularly brave sitting in front of my shop. I just don't care very much about squirrels or anything other than getting Angela out of my trunk and onto the work table inside. I moved quickly, even in the dark, and even though I stumbled a lot, and soon... She was all laid out and presentable. Locking up, I walked the sidewalk to the front door. There are no squirrels around, but there's a bloody plastic sandwich bag lying in front of the door. There's a rustling in the shrubs at the side of the porch as I reached down and took the bag. And under the porch light, I saw human fingers in it. 
distinctly female, with polished nails. I hurried into the house and tripped over a larger plastic bag. It wasn't closed and the gore inside oozed onto the floor. Horrified that the very thing I would never, ever have brought into my house was smeared on the entryway floor. I stood, breaking out into a sweat. Flipping on the overheads, I followed a trail of bloody squirrel prints to my kitchen window. The window I always left open a crack for the fresh air. The screen had been shredded. The little bastards had gone psycho. They really wanted their food supply back. I closed the window, flipped the lock, and cleaned up their mess. All of it. I inspected the bag's contents again, and all I could say for sure was that they had brought me ladyfingers and a bag of unidentifiable bloody goop. I took the bags to the shop. I went to the 24-hour Walmart in the center of town and bought five 50-pound bags of the birdseed. When I returned home, there were still no squirrels. I went in and fell asleep on my couch under the watchful eyes of all the people who had made me happy over the last several years. The next morning, I turned on the local news as I made breakfast and coffee. I was thinking about the squirrels as they seemed to have completely taken over my life and my mind lately. After breakfast, I walked outside and found a woman's foot on the porch. The nail polish matched that on the fingernails. I took it to the shop and placed it with the bag of fingers. It was a matching pair. That made me smile. At least the squirrels were trying to give me something I would like. I looked to the windows. No squirrels. But they had been there. They had been there watching me work for well over a week. Scratching my head, I laughed. <laughs> they're bargaining with me. No, they're bartering with me. I was still laughing as I tore open a bag of seed mix and scooped a child's plastic pail full out. I scattered it along the sidewalk. They had earned that much, I thought. Back inside, I sat on the couch, listening to the news but watching for the squirrels to come to their food. The newscaster caught my attention when he said a local woman by the name of Bettina Talmadge had gone missing. Police had found a horrific and bloody scene just inside her back door, but they had yet to find the body. I turned back to the windows and saw the first few blood-covered squirrels hopping toward their food. As I watched them happily eating, seeming to cast me looks of thanks, I thought that maybe, just maybe, I could come to like the squirrels. <laughs>